Welcome, everyone. This is the I'm Speaking podcast hosted by Mercy Hernandez and Priya Namar. We are speaking because you've been asking. Join us for a new season as we open up, speak up, and uplift voices everywhere. And of course, all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the hosts and do not represent any outside entities. We have a lot to say, so let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the I'm Speaking Podcast with Mercy and Priya. I'm Priya. And I'm Mercy. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. We're here today speaking because you've been asking and to answer all your questions and provide some love and value. Okay. So what are we going to talk about today, Priya? What do you have in mind? Because I know we kind of went into this blind today. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. Okay. So this has been a thing. It's come up a little bit in our personal lives. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been in the news a little bit about what it means to be Latina oh, or okay. Latinx or yes. Latin versus Hispanic. And I may be uh, uh, Latina presenting, I guess. Some people think I'm Dominican. <laughs> I've gotten that my whole life. No kidding. I, have, I had a huge group of friends growing, you know, in college. They were all Dominican. Uh, one of my close friends, Michelle, she's Dominican. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think I'm Dominican, but I'm not Dominican. <laughs> Hey, if, if Michelle's mom heard you, you'd be in big trouble. Michelle's, Michelle's mom is Puerto Rican. Exactly. So she's a mix. Do not leave the Puerto Rican part of Michelle out. She's a, a good combination. Yeah, she's, fun combination. she's a great combination. Yes. Um, yeah, so what? So I'm asking you this question. Mm. What does it mean to you to be Latina? And I know it's a very broad question, but um, let's get into the, the nitty gritty of it. You know, like how did it feel growing up? Like you know, and you. So if you have, if you, this is the first time you're listening to a podcast. Mercy is blonde hair, blue eyes, gorgeous, uh, tall, <laughs> tall sh- drink of water. Sh- <laughs> girl. Thank you. So um, she, when you look at her right away, you don't think Latina, you know, right. of course, when you get to know her and you hear a little bit of her accent, mm. you could tell. Kills me every time. Every time I'm out of town, they're like, oh, where are you from? Once I speak, I'm like, damn it, we were doing good. <laughs> so... Okay, let me tell you, I could not be freaking prouder. I'm so proud of all the things in the world that I am Latina. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just embrace it. I love it. I love my roots. I love being Puerto Rican. Um, I, you know, in growing up, I, I remember other people saying, "Oh, I wish I was Colombian. I wish I was Venezuelan. I was." And never, Puerto Rican saying this? No, no, no. Like oh. other girls, oh. right? So maybe a Colombian saying she wishes she was this, or another girl saying she wished she was that, or, uh-huh. or whatever. Um, never, ever, ever, ever have I wanted to be anything other than Puerto Rican. That is like my biggest pride. And I, I sincerely and truly feel they're like the nicest people on earth. I mean, (laughs) super proud, right? Uh Um, There's some mean people, yes. But, like, in general, I think they're just amazing humans that have so much talent and so much greatness out of such a small island, right? So, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, Latin. um, What challenges I've had, my goodness. So, let me start with saying that I was born in the Bronx, mm-hmm. right? So from New York, and so wait, we, you, you, that makes you a New Rican. 
I knew you were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> both mom and dad are 100% Puerto Rican, both born in Puerto Rico. Um, but I was born in New York, and we lived in other states mm-hmm. before I ended up in Puerto Rico as a little girl. I went to school in Puerto Rico, and when I came to Miami, to the United States, I was 14 years old. I did not know English. Mm. I knew basic words, but I didn't know the whole language. I certainly didn't know how to write it, and I couldn't have a conversation with you. So I could understand a word here and there and kind of make up what you were saying, Mm -hmm. but I really, I wasn't fluent on English. And I went to live with my aunt and my two cousins, and both girls were older than me by just a couple of years. And their point of view was like, hey, well, now you're in America, so now speak English. Mm. And that was that. So Mm. I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to figure it out. And Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of my English watching TV. Mm. So I used to watch Three's Company. (laughs) Um, And um, The Odd Couple, which I loved. And all these different TV shows that Morgan Mindy, like all these different TV shows that I just absolutely loved. And I would try to figure out what was happening. And that's how I picked up the words. And that's how I learned most of my English. That's interesting. Yes. Because when I was enrolled in school, I didn't qualify to go to regular classes. So they put me in what they now call ESOL, Mm -hmm. which at the time was (laughs) E-S-O-L. It was like actually spelled out. Yeah. Which was English uh, as a second language, right? And that was a joke. I don't know how it is now, but I can tell you back then when Mm -hmm. I got here, the classroom that they put me in was full of all the, everybody there was Miami, of course. So Mm -hmm. everybody was Hispanic and everybody was from somewhere else. And all we did was create this little club of friends Uh and we spoke Spanish the whole entire time. And the teacher wasn't doing squat. No, the teacher was like a coach that just put in the classroom and the coach just kind of sat there doing his thing. And we sat and did ours. And funny story, the math that we all knew from wherever it was we were coming from was so far ahead from where they had it at grade level here in the United States Mm. that we would talk about like, wow, these Americans must be dumb because man, they're doing simple math and we've been doing like fractions and we've been, you know, doing like, algebra and all these different things and we're like well better for us yeah Yeah, let's go back down to the basics and sure we can add you know six figures and and stupid stuff like that Uh um but for me it was mind-blowing because i came from puerto rico and in puerto rico you have puerto ricans period that's it Mm -hmm. right and you have a lot of tourism so you do know you do know basic words in english because the economy is based a lot on tourism However, you're just around Puerto Ricans. So when I came to class um, and I started meeting people, everybody had a different accent. And one was from Bolivia, and one was from Colombia, and one was from Venezuela, and one was from Salvador, one was from Mexico, and one was from here and there. And I'm like looking at all of them like, whoa, what? What? There's like another world outside of my little island. And everybody speaks Spanish. And it was... I guess a lack of education in Puerto Rico, clearly, right, with my geography. But it was mind-blowing to me. And I met so many different cultures. And while we were all Hispanic, um, everybody was so different. And it was so cool. And we would talk about um, items like a trash can. 
and a trash can had every country that was represented there in that classroom called the trash can a different word. Mm. Yes. So isn't it, the, isn't it uh, bol, bol, I'm probably saying it wrong for trash. So basura is basura, garbage, yeah, right? yeah, basura, but I'm talking about yeah. like a trash can. Oh, so some would call it la lata de basura. Some would call it el latón. Some would call it um, el zafacón. Mm. And some would call, like whatever. Everybody had something different, but it was all the same. Mm -hmm. So now I was entering this whole new world. I'm thinking to myself, well, forget English. I want to know why. You know, they're calling this, this, and, and even words that were basic, right, mm -hmm. um, were bad words in other countries. Really? Yes, 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 yes. So you could have um, a basic fruit. I'm not even going to go into details, right? So there could be a basic <laughs> fruit that in one country, it's a fruit. And, oh, wow, it's yum. But that same fruit in this country, that's what they call, like, the girls' part. Right? Oh. So that fruit means that. Uh -huh. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then a bug. So the what we call the man's thing, mm -hmm. right, is called a bug in a different place. Yes. I like to so, it's so oh hard to explain. Oh, my God. That is but so interesting. But you needed to know what you were saying. Yeah. Because if you were around somebody else that spoke... Obviously, you know, like they let's say they were just Colombian to mm -hmm. say something. So they're Colombian and they called their private parts in their own like funny way this particular cookie. Mm -hmm. But in your country, they didn't. And now you were in front of them. You had to be careful what you were saying because yeah. then they would just laugh at you. Yeah. Like, oh, you called it. You know, we're all in middle school. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's what you call that. And this is what you call this. And that. And you're like, what? What? Yeah. What? What? That is so, so interesting. It was super cool and super mm -hmm. interesting. Um, and then, you know, eventually I learned English. Um, I ended up at the end of it all, um, marrying a Cuban guy, mm -hmm. um, who was my high school boyfriend. Well, I was in high school. He was in college. Um, we're still together 35 years later. Adore him. He's amazing. Um, I have to say Cubans are incredible husbands. Um, they really are. <laughs> The only one I've married, but from what I've experienced, it's been amazing. Uh -huh. um, but there's a culture difference there. So Cuba, right, an island, mm -hmm. Puerto Rico, an island right next to it. There's these two islands. You think it's all the same, and it's not. It's mm. so freaking different. Um, and do you, do you think it's from the um, the ethnic mix? In, the, in both countries? Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I do believe it has a lot to do with it. And I think that one of the big differences is that there's, my perspective, of course, mm -hmm. that there's more humbleness mm -hmm. in a Puerto Rican than there is in a Cuban. Mm -hmm. So the Cuban has a lot more of the Spaniard and their, their um, roots of European. Colonialism. So all the islands in the Caribbean You're have right. colonialism. So, yeah. But they have a lot. Mm -hmm. or at, at one point they did. They don't anymore, right? Because after communism, everything kind of shifted. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, the, the ones that are in Miami that kind of came back in the 60s and, mm -hmm. and where my husband is, mm -hmm. um, it was very different. They had money. They, you know, they were constantly traveling to Spain. It was, it was, they felt that they were part of that European world. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Puerto Ricans had a big, big mix of the Indians that mm -hmm. stayed. The Tainos. So the Tainos that were mm -hmm. so strong. Um, 
the Africans, and then the Spaniards. Mm -hmm. So the Puerto Rican is a mix of those three. Yeah. And I'm a perfect example of that mix because I have like the light eyes from the mm -hmm. Spaniard part of my grandfather. Mm -hmm. My grandmother, who was predominantly African, had like the, the frizzier hair and the big butt. Mm -hmm. So I got that from her. Um, and then my skin. My skin has that very Indian texture where mm -hmm. I it's very smooth. It's There's olive. no hairs. Yeah. Um, and that's very Indian. So mm -hmm. it's just a mix and a mix that I embrace and that I love, you know, with the good and the bad. Um, but so marrying a Cuban and the reason I bring it up is because when our girls were growing up, now I'm raising a family, right? And I would tell the girls, the better part of you is the Puerto Rican part. Mm -hmm. You happen to have Cuban, but you are Puerto Rican. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> And then Billy would come home after a long day of work and we're all eating dinner and they were talking about how was your day? What did you do? And all of a sudden one of them would say, well, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> and Billy would tell them, no, 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 no. You are half Puerto Rican and you are half Cuban. Yeah. And you're proud of your heritage because the Cubans have accomplished this and this and this and this and they're amazing because of this and this and this and this and this. And, this. Uh -huh. and the girls are like, oh, wow. Wow. Mom. Wow. They're like, that's really great. Uh -huh. I'm like, and you're like, nah, girl, you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> you're Puerto Rican. Okay, so let's talk about what's important. Have you seen J Lo? Have you seen Mark Anthony? Did you see who just walked in the box? <laughs> and they're like, Mom, you're so silly. Mom, you're so crazy. I'm like, listen, you pick. But if you want to have fun, Puerto I'm just saying. Puerto Ricans have the sauce. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm just saying, if you want to have fun, just look. Mm -hmm. And then, so of course, you know, my girls were very blessed with two grandmothers that love her, their. Their heritage and they love eating and dancing and drinking and partying and so they really embrace you know although they were all born here mm -hmm. and i was born here and billy was born in california the girls should be like american right yeah in every way but no they are well you also so, live in miami think, oh, yeah yeah it is, that is true <laughs> so in that aspect i can tell you you know that i of all the places to land in when you come from as a Hispanic, when you come somewhere, Miami's really like another extension of it. Yeah. Now, culture shock was when I came to Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I had so many different experiences in Tennessee. I would go to a store. This was in the beginning. Now, I, I guess I either overlook it or I don't care or I don't know. But it still happens. Yeah. Um, I remember it coming to Tennessee and they would talk to me and, and you know, want to to have a conversation the minute i spoke they would ask me where are you from mm -hmm. and if i told them oh i'm hispanic they're like oh oh okay and for the most part which was sad for the most part the people that were asking me um just had one hispanic in mind they just think you're central america mm -hmm. and well a lot funny. of a lot of people in the midwest just refer to hispanics and latinos and latinx as Mexicans. Mexicans. Right, mm -hmm. exactly. So I think because in the part of Tennessee that I was at, there was a big um, community of mm -hmm. Central Americans. And so they just assumed everybody was from that area. Um, and I would tell them, you know, I'm Hispanic. The It shifted. The way they treated me, it absolutely shifted. Mm -hmm. It was as if I had just dialed down and decreased my value. I was no longer to their level mm -hmm. and it was, it was hard, but I, 
never took it to heart. Like it didn't really bother me. It, it never took anything away from me because I always felt, eh, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. I go, you know what? I'm good. Um, but it was a reality. Mm-hmm. It was a reality and not everybody could handle it as I was. It never bothered me, but it did bother others. Mm-hmm. I came here on a trip maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, probably 10 years ago. And I came with two different couples. So there was three couples total, right? Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend, um, Susie and her husband, and then Donna and her husband. So Donna is 100% American, mm-hmm. born and raised in America. Um, and Susie isn't. She's Cuban. So Donna looks exactly like Donna Selms. Mm-hmm. Donna is blonde, white, light eyes, like 100% American. Mm-hmm. And Susie is Cuban. Dark hair, olive skin, dark eyes, um, just looks Hispanic in yeah. every way. Like, you see her and you're like, oh, this girl's Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet as can be, born here, educated, very well educated. Um, and we we went to an apple picking place, right? And, and they had like an apple barn and apple this. In and Miami apple or Tennessee? In Tennessee. We okay. were here on a trip to Tennessee. Uh-huh. And so we're walking down this strip of this place. It's called the Apple Barn. And they had everything apples. So when you left the restaurant where they gave you apple fritters and apple pancakes and apple blah, 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 mm-hmm. they had like a, an apple little gift store and then apple ice cream shop and an apple pie shop and, and on and on and on. Beautiful. Super cute. Super fun. So I went into one of the stores with Donna and Susie was talking to the guys outside because it was a beautiful day. They were all sitting outside. But I went into the little shop and I got a sample of something, I don't know, apple pie or, or, or apple ice cream or something apple. And I walked out and Donna came out with me and we gave it Susie. Oh my God, look, the place smelled delicious. And this is so yummy here. We, we brought you one, but go inside and get some for the guys yeah. of the samples. She's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Perfect. So she goes inside and she comes back out sad. And she yeah. goes, they wouldn't give me any samples. So we look at her like, what do you mean they wouldn't give you any samples? They're giving out samples. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, I went and I asked and the lady just turned around. She didn't even acknowledge me. Like she completely turned around. Oh. And I'm like, you're kidding me. And she goes, no, I swear. I'm like, Susie, are you kidding me? She goes, no. She goes, I just don't think they like me here. Mm. I'm like, we don't experience that because in Miami, everybody's Hispanic. Well, it's so funny. I was in the elevator today. Uh-huh. Because if you're listening, we're recording this in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Um, and I went down to, get to Starbucks to get coffee, and I came back up in the elevator, and um, I, w- I totally was screwing up in the elevator because you have to use app to get to your floor, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so people got in the elevator. They're all um, Caucasian, and they were making their own small talk, and I was, like, trying to figure out what the hell I was doing, and I was, I was trying to do small talk with them, but they completely ignored me. Really? Yeah. They didn't respond to me at all. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but I see. <laughs> right. Getting my dose of this shit today. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it so happens. With, with, yeah. So we went back with Susie. Mm-hmm. Right. So I walk in with Donna and Susie's behind us, nice and quiet, like kind of hidden behind us. And I go, hi. And she goes, oh, hi. Can I offer you some samples? And the mm-hmm. freaking lady brings out the tray full of little cut up samples. And I, I looked at her and I go, well, my girlfriend wanted some samples too. Mm-hmm. And she goes, sure. That's her reply. Like, sure. Like, she's with you. She might as well, you know, she oh. can get one. 
And I looked at the lady and the lady just looked down the whole time, just holding the tray, no eye contact whatsoever. Like it was very clear. It was mm. intentional. And I'm like, Susie here, have mine and you can have Donna's and I'm sorry, mm -hmm. but we can, you know, just have the sample. I go, we're not buying anything here. Yeah. So we walk out. And we go to the next store. Mm -hmm. And when we go to the next store, which was an apple cider tasting something, oh, something. Oh, boy. Yeah, everything's <laughs> apple. We go in. We tell her, mm -hmm. you go and ask if we can have, like, samples. Mm -hmm. And she goes, are you kidding me? I'm like, come on, Susie. Come on. You could do this. Do this. So she's like, fine. So she walks in in front of us. And she goes, hi, are you offering samples? And they're like, No. So then Donna comes in right behind her, uh -huh. like loud, right? Because Donna is Donna, loud. Donna, yeah, Donna's yeah, a force. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she comes in, she goes, you're not offering any samples today? Mm -hmm. And the guy goes, oh, yes, yes. Um, I'm sorry. Yes, we do here. And he brings out the samples. And I remember Donna was like, well, we don't want them. Thank you. And we walked away. Um, but it was so clear and evident to us to something we have been blinded by, both Donna and I, mm -hmm. that was... A reality mm -hmm. and we experienced it with Susie which yeah. broke our heart with Susie and we laughed like you would not believe mm -hmm. because then we're like oh my god Susie they think you're a little Mexican girl um, that has no knowledge of anything and here you are this incredible badass woman mm -hmm. whether you're freaking Mexican Cuban or whatever yeah you know you overpower all these people you know all these ladies that are not giving mm -hmm. you samples they don't they don't have that cultural intelligence mm -hmm. and they don't know what they're missing out by turning people like you away because yeah. what an amazing woman Very you are. Very and, and racist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so we experienced that. And among that, I've experienced other things. I remember um, meeting some of our new friends when we, when we moved here and um, speaking to a lady who was so kind to me. We were actually on a boat. Mm -hmm. And she was so kind and so sweet to me the whole time we were talking. And she goes, I've been meaning to ask you. Where are you from? You have such a uh, distinct accent. And I tell her, oh, my God, yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. Uh -huh. That lady looked at me like, ugh, I've been <laughs> wasting my time all this time. Ogling you yeah. and you're Puerto Rican? Yeah. How and dare so you? <laughs> she looks at her friend. Mm -hmm. Her friend looks at her like, yeah, mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's my friend. She's Puerto Rican. Like, yeah. what the hell? So she looks at me mm -hmm. and she goes, well, maybe you can help me with some of my tenants that I have. This was... Mm -hmm. uh, she goes, maybe you can help me with some of the tenants I have because I can't communicate with them. I think they're like from Jamaica. And I'm like, wow, I Ooh. see your intelligence level. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're Hispanic because they're from Jamaica, lady. Real good job. So whatever, you know. People so, are so ignorant. Yeah. People can be so ignorant to so many different things. And, yeah. and I feel everybody has some kind of ignorance. Mm -hmm. I have my own level of ignorance yeah. with things that I don't know about. So... I, you know, I may not know what ethnicity this person has or where their, or their culture or even sometimes what to properly call them or not call them. Mm -hmm. So I know that we're always learning and evolving and some kind of ignorance will always come out somewhere, at least for me. Yeah. But I try to do things in a humanly loving way. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter where you're from. Or what I can or cannot call you, or what you look like or don't look like, it's about treating you as a human with kindness. Yeah, and that's what I really tried to instill in my girls growing up, all of their lives was constantly be kind to people, mm -hmm. be nice to people. You don't know what they've gone through, you don't know what they've walked through, 
um, you don't know where they're from or what they face when they're not with you. Yeah. You know, so you have a coworker that's super mean and angry and all these crazy things, but you don't know what they're facing at home. Yeah. And that takes us back to you and I going, when we first started The Edge, we used to go to, to one of the shelters that had human trafficked children. Mm-hmm. And all these kids that were predominantly, I want to say a good 90% of them or 95% of them were from uh, Central America mm-hmm. where they were being kidnapped and abducted. Yeah. And human, brought human traffic victims. Yes. Through, through all, you know, brought in through the border and how many of them didn't make it through. And these were the kids telling us the stories then of their friends that didn't quite make it through. The ones that got raped along the way, mm-hmm. um, the ones that were now pregnant. <laughs> and we have sirens going off. Uh, we're in the city. We're in the city. <laughs> so uh, the ones that got raped and now they were 12 years old. <clears throat> Excuse me. They were 12 years old and they were pregnant with the children of the coyotes, which mm-hmm. is what they call them. And they would tell us all of their stories. And the way that we embraced those children and that we looked at those children with so much compassion and we were brokenhearted um, and we just couldn't do enough for them. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, what can we do? We would bring them gifts and toys and clothing and backpacks and bed sheets. And and, education too. And education. We did a whole program from them and brought volunteers. Mm -hmm. and, and, And we just, you know, we just couldn't do enough. And... We were so driven to them. But to the rest of the world, they were just these immigrant kids. They were just there taking yeah. up American money. Mm-hmm. And that's heartbreaking because these kids that are there, that are on the border, the kids that are, um, I don't care where they're from, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't even have to be Hispanic. But it's just humankind. It's just being kind to all humans regardless of where they come yeah. from or where they're at, or their color, or their accents, or their whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we really need to stop assuming. I really think that that's a big thing. I, I remember so many times you and I, Priya, mm-hmm. went out to, to lunch, or to dinner, or to yeah. have drinks in Miami. Uh-huh. And the waiter would always come to you, and ask you in Spanish, <laughs> and then ask me in English. And we would both <laughs> look at each other every time. Never failed. And we would laugh, and you would say... I don't speak Spanish. I'm Indian. I'm Indian. <laughs> and then they would look at me like, oh, well, okay. And I'm like, I speak Spanish. I'm Puerto Rican. And they're like, what? And they're always like, you're kidding me, right? You're both kidding me. And they're like, nope, that's the reality. You know, okay, so that leads me to your question. To a question. So what is your take on people um, who are Latinx and or Hispanic I really don't know which one to use, <laughs> the Latinx or the Hispanic. But um, what is your take on people who are white presenting um, that deny or suppress being Latinx or Hispanic and they associate more with being white? So if they're from Puerto Rico, um, and this, I'm not saying it's you, but like someone who looks like you, the blonde hair, blue eyes who identify as being white, but meanwhile, Puerto Ricans are very much that mix of the Taino and the Africans and the Spaniards, right? Mm-hmm. But they're very, but these people deny that background, that history mm-hmm. in their genes, and they just consider themselves white. What is your take on, on that? That saddens me. That saddens me. Um, I think it's a level of ignorance. And this goes for every Caribbean country. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I think you haven't 
researched enough or learned about your roots. Mm -hmm. Because I think if you knew how much went into getting to where you're at and the the freedoms that you now have, the culture, Mm -hmm. like everything that you now have, you have because of the sacrifices of so many before you. Yeah. Um, So anytime that anybody denies any part of their heritage, regardless of whether it's Hispanic or Latino or Indian or... I don't care where you're from. You you know nobody should really deny where they come from. Yeah. Every at least in the United States, everybody comes from somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's somewhere along the line you came from somewhere, whether it was yeah. Ireland or Europe, wherever. Yeah. yeah, everybody comes from somewhere. Um, so I think it's so important to to know your roots and to embrace them. Um, and maybe you don't really know much, do an ancestry kit or mm-hmm. do something and learn more about where you're from. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, I, the only reason I would feel that somebody would maybe deny where they're from might be because of their own family trauma mm-hmm. and they don't want to be associated with that background or that history in their lives. Yeah. Um, but your, your roots and your country of origin has so much more to, so it's so much bigger than just your family. Mm-hmm. But as in everything else in life, you know, we just have to, I guess, respect others. And, you know, if that's what makes them happy at the end of the day, mm-hmm. then it is what it is. You know, it, it saddens me and I, you know, my opinion would be learn more about it, but mm-hmm. whatever, to each his own. I embrace my roots. I know you know, my whole family does on both sides. I know most of, well, again, Miami, it's like another part of the world. Yeah. Um, but everybody in Miami, every, you know, every season and every single day, it's somebody's different holiday. Mm-hmm. Today is the Colombian Independence Day. Tomorrow's the Venezuela one. The next day is the, um, I don't know, the Dominican one. And then it's the Puerto Rican and then it's a Cuban. And That's then it's like a New York, this, and New York City is the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. We we live in a melting, a true melting pot. At least in the cities. In the cities, mm-hmm. and oh, I love that. I love mm-hmm. that. At at my core, I'm a city girl, and I love that. Mm-hmm. And I don't take anything away from country, right? Because mm-hmm. when I come to Tennessee or I went to Savannah or go anywhere else, um, I see the beauty in what they have and what they're embracing, and and the beauty of America and everything in in their backyard right yeah and they've been born and raised here and and it's beautiful so i love it and i respect it i just wish many times that they would respect others Mm -hmm. and that they wouldn't feel that we're here to invade them you know we bring value we always bring value in in, in that's so funny they're they're afraid for us to invade them yeah yeah so you know we're not here to invade you we're not the invaders no we're not so, they were the invaders <laughs> you know if there's mm-hmm. enough for everybody mm-hmm. we should all you know be happy and and if there's mutual respect see you friday everybody kindness, bye y'all you know, the reason why we can't all coexist and be happy yeah um and value each other's um everything you know they there's so much that they have to offer us and there's so much we can offer them Mm-hmm. Um, in in a cultural point of view, then you know why yeah. hide it? Well, okay, let's not talk about food. You're hungry. Did you no. eat your breakfast? No, like Hispanic food. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the mofongo, oh. <laughs> the <platos. laughs> Oh my god, I, I could right now have okay, right now. So 
Let's go real time here. It's 1130. Uh-huh. I could have. Wait, wait. Is it really 1130? In, it's well, 1030 in Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. In my brain, it's 1130. Uh-huh. I could totally have a fried fish, like a yummy, huge fried fish mm. with tostones, uh-huh. with arroz con gandule, oh. mm-hmm, <laughs> and a salad. Uh-huh. And then I would add ketchup because Puerto Ricans add ketchup to everything. Yeah. An absolute insult ketchup, to the rest of the ketchup world. Ketchup and mayo. So my ketchup <laughs> is mixed mayonnaise and ketchup. Yeah. But on an average, just ketchup straight up is uh-huh. it's good enough. Yeah. So that and hot sauce. Uh-huh. So we call hot sauce pique. Pique? Pique. Okay. With pica. Pica. Means it's spicy, uh-huh. pecan, and we make usually make it with our own chili peppers, uh-huh. and oh my god, it's just so much yumminess, and there's so much good food, and then the desserts are like to die for. So there's arroz con leche, which mm. is rice with milk cooked, um, and there's flans, all types. So you can have coconut flan, regular flan, cheese flan, guava flan, uh, mango flan, coffee flan. A chocolate flan, it is on and on and on. It's like just yumminess. Yeah. Um, and then all the different ice creams with all mm-hmm. the different fruits from the island. Um, and every every single country has like their own different take on foods and especially rice and beans. I'm finding that every so every delicious. every everybody has a different rice and bean flavor right and name well not, not all of them have different names like right. arroz con dules, right uh rice and peas like i don't know what their other names right. are so, the, so uh, the cubans call con gris uh-huh. it's rice and black beans mixed as one yes right yeah um so here's another example of calling different things so if you have the cubans they call beans frijoles yes so most and probably the proper way of calling beans is frijoles. That yeah. would be the real proper name. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, the Puerto Ricans call them habichuelas. Habichuelas? Habichuelas. And habichuelas really no are idea. green beans. Oh. Don't don't ask. Don't okay. Ask, you know. So, yeah, we call arroz con habichuelas. And when you go somewhere outside of Puerto Rico, anywhere else in Latin America, and you ask for arroz con habichuelas, they're looking at you like, What? So you have to arroz con frijoles, and they're uh-huh. like, oh, or, or, or you're Puerto Rican, I get you, okay, I'll get you beans. <laughs> um, so we have, you know, just so much yumminess, and, and I'm so blessed that my youngest brother, Abe, can cook. That kid is just, mm. he's gifted in everything. Like, yeah. he's just gifted. Can he make mofongo? He can make anything, and he gives it a twist. Do you think we can find a Puerto world. Rican spot here in Tennessee? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So I'm pretty sure I we don't, don't, but we I, I can certainly make our next trip in Puerto Rico. True. Remember that last time we went to Puerto Rico, you and Raquel decided to go up in Junque, which is a rainforest, and we <laughs> no, hiked. All of us all went. The, all of us. Who else went with us? It was Marie, Maria and Irma. Yeah. Did the two of them go? I think. I yeah, know yeah, Irma, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But I think Maria did too. Yeah, yeah. So we all went to the top. But then you couldn't take it anymore. You were so hot and there was a, a waterfall up there that was beautiful. Uh, and I had like little so, chancletas. I don't know if you yeah. could even call them that. But flip they were, flops. I don't know. They weren't even flip flops. And I, jeans. <laughs> but the, the crazy part is we were on our way to the airport. Yeah. We decided to make that pit stop. Was it? No. Yes. Yes, Priya. So we went all the way up there. Uh-huh. And you jumped in, in your clothing, just fully dressed. And so did Raquel. And then you girls dried on your whole walk down, and then you were cold in the airport, I remember, because you had wet jeans. 
I don't remember. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh-huh. Crazy, crazy. You're like, well, it was so hot. It was worth it. I'm like, you're crazy. And I'm looking at Raquel like, Raquel, she goes, Priya did it. <laughs> Priya did it. I'm like, oh, my God. So, yeah, some good times. But there, yeah, mm-hmm. the, when we went there. So, you know, the food, the drinks, mm-hmm. the the music, mm-hmm. the the whole vibe and environment and the beaches and the, everybody wants to be part of that vibe. Like wherever you go, so there's fun. always some Mexican, uh, mm. Hispanic infused restaurant yes. somewhere. Everybody yes. just wants the yes. vibe. You, uh, you go to mm-hmm. Mexico. I've been to Mexico several times. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's so <clears throat> fun. Yeah. So fun. Everything is fun. Yeah. The food is delicious. The drinks are delicious. Um, the people are just amazing. Everything is fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. I've been to Colombia. You eat, and the food is amazing. The music's incredible. The people are so awesome, and all you want to do is dance and have fun, and that's all they're about. Yeah. And then you go, you know, to 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 Santo Domingo. Same exact thing. Different seasonings on amazing food. You're still yeah. eating a lot of seafood, um, and a lot of delicious yumminess. Um, the drinks are to die for. And everybody just wants to dance and have fun, and the music's incredible, and, and, and it goes on and on and on. So I think being Hispanic, being Latin, is just a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was blessed with that, and I embrace it, and I love it, and I'm so proud of it, and I never hesitate. I could be in a group of all these white people around me. And I blend in perfectly until I open my mouth. And then I just yell it out. Like, I'm like, yes, I'm Puerto Rican. You're welcome, everybody. I'm here. Hello. I'm sorry, you're not. I am, so you're welcome. And that's usually how I represent yeah. myself. And I'm, yeah. like, so proud. And then they're, like, so confused. Like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, mm, you don't know nothing because uh-huh. it's super fun. So, you know, I, I love I love it. Um, mm. And I think the people that that don't know about it or are not enjoying it are really missing out on good times. Yeah. Um, and if you don't like it, then maybe you shouldn't be drinking tequila mm-hmm. or rum mm-hmm. or other yummy stuff that we bring, like some super yummy beers, because, hello, that's ours. Yeah. You know, and we share. Yeah. So we all have to learn to share mm-hmm. to cool. get along. That's mm-hmm. the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good times. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, this has been a great episode, great conversation about what it means to be Latina, Hispanic, Latinx. Make sure you tune in every Friday for a brand new episode of season two of the I'm Speaking podcast with Mercy and Priya. Make sure you like, share, follow. And and, uh, we can't wait to see you next week. Remember, we're speaking because you're asking.